child and adolescent mental health disorders 60% are the most common illnesses. And 80% with anxiety. I just felt kids. numb to the kids world. Kids being bullied, sometimes to it death. It seems the passage of time has only made bullying worse. I've seen a lot of bullying happen. This is an issue that touches just about every family There's just a country. constant pressure, I guess, with everybody. It takes a lot of guts to talk about this. Welcome to Teen Talk a podcast platform by teens for teens, where we have a chance to be heard. That's right. Real teens talking about real life, meeting teenagers where we are, and engaging in real conversations with each other and for each other. Our moderator is Jason Hopkins, president and CEO of National Alliance on Mental Illness, Arapahoe and Douglas Counties. He's also the president and founder of The Connection Project. We will explore the topics that matter most to teens today. It is a podcast for teens, by teens, proudly sponsored by Mountain High Appliance. Our goal is to meet you where you are and reinforce that you are not alone. We will discuss relevant topics, share personal stories, and inspire hope. Today I'm joined by four local high school students who are here to have a real open and honest conversation about life during a pandemic. This year, we've all faced challenges, and teens are no different. Let's explore the ups and downs, the good and bad, and really understand from a teen's perspective what living through these extraordinary times is like. Our goal is to shine a light on a path that needs attention to help, heal, and inspire hope. Thank you guys for being here today. As we jump in, you know, let's just start out. What's one word that summarizes what living through these times is like for you? I think that one word that kind of summarizes it for me is confusing. Because you never really know what's going to happen next. Like back in March, we all thought it was going to be over by April or May. And it's kind of just a confusing time. Right. Playing on that, it's a pretty similar word, but uncertainty. It's the things that we always expected to have throughout high school. None of that is guaranteed anymore. And it's all just very uncertain. I couldn't agree more. I agree with both of them. I would say unprecedented. Again, it's very similar, but like we've never experienced anything like this and we're probably never going to again. So I think just adapting to the situation has been pretty difficult, but making the best of it is what's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you think? I feel like there's so many words to describe it because like in the beginning, you feel like it's super boring and miserable and you're kind of super cautious about this whole thing. And at the end, I kind of got more like hopeful and excited because I got to like look at things on the bright side. Like once you like realize all the good things that have come out of it, I feel like it's definitely been so much of a better situation. Right. How it started. So you guys have just gone back to school, right? Yes. Yeah, on the second day. Okay. So what do you think's different this year than it was last spring when we had kind of shut down abruptly and all that? You know, are things different? Talk to me about that for a second. Yeah. So things are definitely different for me. Like during the spring semester, when we like suddenly started distance learning, it didn't really feel like school for me. It felt like online learning and like a bit of summer mixed in. Right Right. now, since we have like more concrete scheduling and planning, it feels a lot more like real school. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, I do. It's definitely, you can tell that the administrations have put more thought into creating a more permanent solution for us. Right. For example, at the end of last semester, we had half days, four days a week. Now we're back to full days, five days a week, like it would be for normal school. We switched over to different platforms that are more accessible and 
better for this type of situation. Okay, so it's really a more structured situation than what it was last spring. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else have something to add to that? Yeah, like now we have like live classes that we're required to attend. And like, I feel like the teachers definitely put a lot of thought into like our schedules and how everyone is going to balance their personal lives with the online school situation. And it definitely was more flexible last spring, but now I think it's definitely more structured and it's easier to follow like a daily schedule. So do you guys think that's going to be better for you ultimately? I mean, I know that sounds like more work, but is that going to be an easier kind of system to follow? In my opinion, while like short term, it may seem like a difficulty, like having to get up early on time like you would for school, but it has like a bunch of long term benefits. Like, let's say in classes like math, you get to have more time to learn with the teachers and you really get that strong foundations for the rest of high school. Like I'm a freshman right now and I think that my classes this year being online and having live classes are definitely going to help set me up for the rest of my high school career. Okay, so you see it as a positive. Mm -hmm. What about the rest of you? I personally, well, like my school, we're not doing remote. So it's like a little bit of a different perspective. Okay. But I personally think like for us, it's still just kind of like, I feel like structured, but also still kind of you don't really know what's going to happen because like we have to wear masks and distance, but we don't know if we're going to be going online in like a month or something or in person the rest of the year. But I think like at least from like my view, like going back is a benefit because it's like easy to socialize with people and kind of like get back to like if you need help with teachers, it's much easier for like learning and things. Right. If I were online, I definitely think it's like a positive being that you can like really learn how to like independently study and do your own work and you also don't have to like go anywhere which is nice okay okay so chaotic but but valuable mm-hmm. yeah got it anyone else i think that this new system will be better because we don't know how long we're going to be in this situation. We don't know when it's going to be safe for us to go back to what it was before. We don't know if it's ever going to be safe for us to go back to how it used to be, which is why we need to adapt and we need to create more permanent solutions, even if they end up being short-term permanent solutions, if that makes sense. Agreed. So I think you teed that up perfectly. I mean, in, in looking at, at the next question here, how is this weight on you guys? I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of ups and downs. You know, schools have asked you to do one thing, and now they're asking you to do, do another, and there's not a, a surety that that won't change again. Like, what's that like for you? Is it taking a toll on your, your mental health? Your What's it like for you, and what are you experiencing with your friends? Yeah, I think, like, the socialization part has been really difficult. Right. And like, I don't know, just going to school and like talking to people face to face, it's a really different connection than when you get at home. And for me personally, I feel like it's a lot harder to talk within a class like online. But yeah, I don't know. It's just been really hard to adapt for me just because I'm not used to this situation and I'm like used to seeing my friends and all my teachers in person. Is anybody else experiencing something similar or different? Yeah, so uh, I kind of agree when it comes to like socialization because during real school, you would always like talk to people in the hallways, during lunch, in the classroom, but now all those interactions have really like cut down a lot and you can't really talk much in a class. 
because there aren't many like group projects. It's mostly just the teacher going off some slides or something. Right. Anyone else have anything else to add to that? Yeah, it's more on the social sub- subject, but for me at school, if I was having a particularly rough day, it would be like, I'm looking forward to seeing my friends at lunch or after school or something like that, just to see their like friendly faces, to tell them about whatever happened. But it's a lot different now because even if you call them, it's just not the same. It's not the same. So is that is that affecting your mental health? I mean, is it causing you to have more points of low or more anxiety or feeling more disconnected? Have you noticed more of that, you know, in yourself or in your friends? I personally think that for me, just like staying inside a lot of the times is kind of like makes my mood definitely go down and makes me feel like sometimes I like kind of disconnect from like my friends or something just because I know I can't see them soon. Right. Like, kind of like talk to them less. That's how I am, which kind of like some days I just feel super just stressed and really down and tired. And it's like I'd much rather be like traveling or somewhere with my friends or something. So it sounds to me like it feels kind of isolated and you have to put more effort into making a connection that's different regardless. Is that mm-hmm. accurate? Yeah. 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 I feel like before when you're at school, you kind of have to see all your friends anyways. So you don't really have to put as much effort, like you said, into those relationships. Right. But now you have to kind of make a conscious effort to like text or FaceTime your friends. And I think that definitely takes more energy. But that's just something I've noticed that's changed. So it's just more work. Yeah. So, I mean, those are some negative things, obviously, that, you know, I think we're all experiencing adults and teens alike. I mean, life is different. Have you noticed any positive things that have come from this time that you think are better? I know you had mentioned earlier that, you know, it's setting you up for your future high school learning. You know, what what are some gifts of this that you see? So something good that I've seen during that I haven't from this pandemic is people realize the importance of helping one another out. Okay. Like whether it be like small acts of kindness, people realize how important it is to help your community out because when whenever you're struggling, they're obviously going to help you out. Right. I personally think that some benefits that I know that have definitely come out of this are one, I've gotten a lot closer with my family, I feel like, because sometimes like during the school year from like sports and stuff, everyone comes home at different times. But now like all my family, we eat dinner together. So I feel like we're all like me and my siblings, especially have gotten especially close during this time, mm-hmm. which I think is like definitely a good benefit. Of course. For me personally, my grandparents live in China and like we used to not have very much connection at all. But after the pandemic started, we like started calling them every night and like Skyping them. So I think that the pandemic has really made you value like your family and your close relationships more and just valuing things that are close to that are close to you. Sure. For me, it's been more about finding better ways to utilize my time because before it was always, Oh, I want to do all these things. I just don't have time for it. But then I found myself with an abundance of time and I would still do all the things that I used to do. And I would find new hobbies, new things that I liked to do. And now I feel like overall I'm more productive and I will carry that into the future. 
Right. I love hearing that. So what I took away from that is, you know, more family time, more connection, more time to do the things that we want to do in general, acts of kindness that we're practicing um, with each other. And I've heard a lot with other teens that, you know, practicing kindness and, and doing things to help others is, is really kind of a cornerstone that you guys are embracing, which is amazing. Do you have some examples of, you know, how you've seen people, you know, helping others during this time? So one example of how I can think of people helping others is I think I'm not sure if it was on like Facebook or Nextdoor or something, but uh, my mom showed me this one uh, article about a woman who was knitting masks for others. This is like way back in like March or April. Okay. Like she was just making masks for everyone who needed them and she didn't like charge people for them. They were just free for anyone who needed them. That's great. Have you all seen anything else? Someone in my neighborhood painted a bunch of rocks and put just like inspirational little messages on them, telling us to keep going and that stay strong and stuff like that. And I know personally when I would go on walks in the evening, just seeing those and trying to find if I see if I could find new ones was always put a smile on. I love that. Did you take them or did you leave them behind? I usually left them there for the next person to see. Yeah, I have a good friend that has collected a bunch of them. I'm like, why don't you leave them for other people to see? <laughs> That's great. Anything else that you've seen that really inspires you or makes you feel good about humanity? I feel like in general, people have started like a bunch of small initiatives to like help with Corona relief and stuff like that. Like my one of my close friends started a jewelry business and she started making like earrings and necklaces and she donated all that money to like the CDC. Um, So I think that's like just more tangible progress. And yeah. Right. So, I mean, I I love hearing that, you know, people are giving of their time, they're giving of their talents they're giving of their money. I mean, you know, I think the thing that what you guys just shared underscores the fact that you know, you don't just have to give money. I mean, there's an opportunity to give in a lot of ways to help other people, even if it's a painted rock that inspires somebody to keep going. I mean, there's, you know, I, I think that all of these things are really good things. Have you guys thought ahead if, you know, if there's another shutdown again? I mean, how how are you going to deal with that? Do you feel like you'll be better prepared? I personally think, especially like I said earlier, that my school is going back in person. Uh-huh. That, like, especially that, like, will be a shutdown because, I don't know, I feel like it'll maybe spread or something i think i will definitely be more prepared just because like for the past six months i know what to do and how to handle it much better than in the beginning but i do think it'll be like definitely like a toll on like just my mental health and i'll probably be like much more down because i feel like now people are starting to kind of i don't know be more hopeful and be happier so i feel like if there's another shutdown it'll really kind of like really hit me and just right Right. Yeah. So to build off of that, for me, I think that if there's another shutdown, I think I would probably handle it better than before, because when the shutdown first began, I didn't really know what to do or like how to handle like all the new things. But then I developed uh, coping strategies for them, and those will definitely come in handy uh, if there's another shutdown. Would you mind sharing your coping strategies that might help somebody else? Yeah, so definitely one of my coping strategies is to regularly like check in with like family or friends because okay. you never really know uh, what someone's going through now, especially because you aren't seeing them face to face. So one of my key things is just to like check up on other people and then they'll check up on you whenever you need it. Right. 
That's great. Anybody else have a coping skill that's helped them a lot? One of mine is just to stay active, whether that means walking every evening or doing a full workout. It helps my mental health a lot, at least just either to breathe fresh air or to know that I'm not just sitting around wasting my time. Sure. Sure. That's great. So, you know, what I really take away from the work that you're doing, and I'm always inspired by talking to you guys, I'm amazed at the things that you all are taking on and having to deal with and how well you're doing it. Um, it sounds like really the core of this is building better connections with yourself, with your family, with your friends, just getting more plugged in, whether it's staying active, taking on a hobby, you know, being more efficient with your time and utilizing it better. Is that pretty accurate? Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> So, you know, again, I'm hopeful we don't have another shutdown coming, but if we do, it feels like you're all more prepared to do it. Is there anything you think we should be doing differently that we're not? I mean, do you have a legitimate fear about getting sick? Um, is that something that weighs on your mind? And is there something you think we should be doing differently right now? I personally think that it needs to be taken more seriously. Right. That a lot of people feel like it's over, but it's not. And just being considerate of others by wearing your mask in public and doing just simple things like that, like trying to social distance, realize that maybe just because no one close to you is a particularly high risk person, that doesn't mean that the person standing next to you in line doesn't have someone at home with a weakened immune system that could be very worried about their health. Right. Agreed. Any other thoughts on that? Yeah. So in my opinion, people are kind of like pretending like the pandemic is over or it's just not happening at all. And they aren't really taking the proper precautions because they say, oh, I only hang out with a couple people. But it's just a matter of spreading it even more. Right. So really, you know, a lot of people, in my estimation, it looks like a lot of people are letting their guards down because they feel more comfortable. And from your perspective, it sounds like you think the exposure and the risks are still definitely there. Mm -hmm. Does anybody have a legitimate fear about getting COVID? I personally don't, but I, like, do understand, like, why I would have to, like, wear my mask around my grandparents or something like that. Like, I totally get people who are. I don't think that... Like, based off of, like, I haven't heard of anyone around me getting uh, COVID, but I I don't really think that I'm going to get it, but I'm still going to take all the necessary precautions because of that what-if factor. Right. Which is smart. I totally agree. Like, I feel like the pandemic is a lot closer than we actually think. A girl on my old swim team I knew actually got it, and I think that just shows like how close to home it is and how much of a risk factor there is. So like personally for me, I am scared to get it just because of like the things that could come after you get it and like how your immune system might never really heal. I don't know. Those are just some risks that really scare me. Right. Well, guys, I want to thank you for your time. I think we've had a really relevant and timely conversation today. Um, I am inspired by you guys. I appreciate you all being adaptive and, and willing to go with the flow. As I know you don't have a lot of choice in that, but you know the, our ability to adapt, I think, makes dealing with all of this easier. Is there anything that you wanted us to cover today that we didn't that you think we should share? We're good? Yeah. All right, guys. I so appreciate your time. Um, Keep doing what you're doing and have a great school year. Thank Thank you very much. 
If you or someone you know is struggling or in crisis, please contact Colorado Crisis Services. They can be reached by text at 38255 or by phone at 844-493-8255. For a complete list of resources, visit 1043thefan.com, cozy101.com, or kygo.com and click on Mental Health Awareness located under the Strengthening Families page. Teen Talk Podcast is presented by the Public Affairs and News Department of Bonneville, Denver. Please don't text and drive.